News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. You're quoted in that Irish Times uh, piece saying there's a strong mood for change despite the best efforts of a lot of the statutory bodies. What, what did you mean by that? I know, I think I was really just reflecting that a lot of statutory bodies would have made the case um, that, you know, the current status quo, we need to maybe tighten some things on it. Or, well, cert- certainly making a plea, not in some cases, not to make any change. So from our perspective, you know, from everything we've seen now at this stage, we've gone through 120 presentations, almost 200 hours of deliberations at tables. Um, so, you know, from everything that we've seen, you know, there's a strong sense that something has to change. Uh, on Garda Síochána, um, they were they also made presentations to the Assembly. They opposed uh, liberalisation of the drug laws. Yeah, they were very clear in fairness to the guards. Their first presentation and later on, in, I think it was the fourth Assembly meeting, they made very clear their position. And, and the reasons why they feel make any change has risks. Uh, they've outlined some reasons around Ireland becoming a destination for drugs, a tourism destination, and, you know, potentially reducing their powers of search. So that, that, that was their view uh, of it. Now we've had counter views. We've had counter views yesterday. Um, so, you know, that's, they were very clear um, in, in their position on it throughout. You, you feel, though, that they, I think the expression you used was cheesed off members of the Assembly, though. I know. I think, look, there, there certainly was a sense among the Assembly members that you know, from everything that they have heard and experienced, and particularly the testimonies and the lived experiences, um, that there was a sense that something has to be different. And if we just keep doing the same things all of the time, we're going to get the same responses and there's going to be continued harm through drug, drug addiction. Uh, a, a number of uh, of doctors are, are very concerned about the liberalisation of, of uh, drug laws. They've written letters to the, the, the media in relation to this. Uh, they're particularly worried about the impact of cannabis on mental health. Uh, did they address the Assembly? Oh yeah, we've had a range of views expressed to the Assembly, that being one of them. Uh, but we've also had yeah, other medics who would say the current system is sending people around the spiral and you know, one of the things that's certainly coming through very strongly is we know that drugs are quite pervasive all across uh, the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we equally know that it, it hurts marginalised communities more. And it's not just the drugs issues, it's the whole issue of social deprivation. And one of the strongest presentations, you know, we've had over this weekend again was kind of the wider environmental issues that lead to people to go into addiction. So, <clears throat> you know, excuse me, Father Peter McVerry made a very strong presentation around issues and the environmental issues, not just that people take drugs you know, and get into addiction. There's a wider set of social issues that have to be addressed. Uh, did you look at um, examples from other countries? I mean, uh, America, Portugal being, being two examples where it does seem like drug use has become, and again, obviously this is only my anecdotal experience, but it does certainly seem like drug use has become far more normalised. It's very hard to walk down a street in Lisbon without being offered drugs, for example. Yeah, and, and that certainly is the risk of, you know, when you do uh, move to either decriminalisation or legalisation, that's one of the issues. I mean, certainly we've examined from an international perspective what's happening in the States, what's happening in Portugal. Portugal is always referenced. We've looked at Austria, we've looked at other countries. Uh, the European uh, Centre for Drugs and Drug Addiction has given us great presentations, so different approaches that administrations are taking. So you have to weigh it through. I think the, re- the point for us at the Assembly is whatever emerges, we want it to be an Irish model. So, you know, we're not just naturally leaning to see what's happening in other countries. We want to come up with the appropriate model for Ireland. 
Okay. Uh, is there a danger? I often do wonder about this with citizens' assemblies. And I've no doubt the people taking part are doing so for the best of best of reasons and best of intentions. And it is quite a public service to do so. But is there a danger of groupthink developing? You've got, you know, 100 people sort of hothoused together. Is there a danger of groupthink developing? Well, I, I've sat with the members now since April, uh, all the way through now to we're heading into the last meeting in October, and I have to say I'm nothing but impressed with the diverse set of views expressed in the room. Secondly, that people, after every meeting, uh, to give us very positive feedback that they may have come with a view, but they're still open, and in some cases, many have changed their views throughout the whole process. So, no, I think people have given up a lot of their lives, a lot of their family lives to commit to this process, and um, I, I certainly haven't seen anything like that emerge. In fact, on the contrary, some really fantastic debates happening around tables. Okay. Uh, do, are you allowed to have a view as chair, or are you entirely uh, neutral on this issue? Yeah, no, my role is, is independent chair, facilitate that we make sure we bring the breadth of presentations in. Um, obviously, when it comes to voting in October, 99 members, mine would be just used and a casting vote is needed. But So, you know, I, I facilitate that we, we hear a wide range of views, a diverse set of views across uh, all the spectrum of options open to the Assembly members. Uh, it, it does seem like, and again, I know you're saying everything is on the table, but it does seem from what you're saying that, that it's likely that some form of change will be recommended. No, no and genuinely, I was outlining there potential, one of the probably a whole range of options. So it's really hard to call until the members come together in in uh, October. And we're working with them between now and the 24th of October to design potential recommendations, potential ballot papers that they will vote on. And they will design them with us. They'll give us feedback. They'll re- redesign them. And then when they come together on the 24th of October, that's when the Assembly members will, will make up their mind. It's their process. No external influences. Uh, you know, it is, it's good that there's an external debate and the likes of yourselves covering it. We welcome that. But ultimately, it's their process protected and it's what they come up with in October that matters. Uh, just very finally, is there a, a, a section of the of uh, of those there who are who are worried about where this could lead to that you know with the best of intentions we liberalise and for understandable reasons we might liberalise our laws, but that it actually might make things worse. Oh, very much so. I mean that that view is being expressed within the assembly room from the members, you know, in the questions and in the deliberations to people presenting and at our table. So, you know, I, I can't say the hundred members. Uh, certainly represent a microcosm of Ireland. Uh, it's designed in that way. They're, they're based on age, uh, gender, regionalisation, and, uh, and they really have a diverse set of views, which is really good. OK, and we will leave it there. Paul Reid, uh, Chair of that Citizens' Assembly on uh, Drugs. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. Apologies for the quality uh, of Paul's line there. Uh, Kira, you and I are, are in agreement on this. We both are concerned that maybe we're sleepwalking towards liberalisation of drugs and that, like, I think both was kind of respect the views of people who are saying we need to do this a better way and look at it a different way. But I think we both share worry that in doing so, you could normalise drug use and actually make things worse. Yeah, I, I was. Listen- I thought it was very interesting when Paul was saying that, you know, it's not working the way things are, so we have to change. But that, <laughs> when you change something, you might make it better, but equally you could, you could make, make it, it worse. worse yeah. I, I know there are individuals and there are families and there are communities who have been destroyed, their lives destroyed by drugs I, and addiction. And I totally accept that. And, and I think anyone right-minded would want to do something about that. But I suspect in our attempt to help those people, what we will actually see if we, if we bring in a, a, a liberal regime for drugs is 
a more widespread use of drugs and the problem may in fact just expand and extend beyond where it is. And the difficulty is this, is you bring it in and you can't put the genie back in the bottle because then it's in and drugs are legalised. And, and I, I, I did kind of balk at one of the things I heard coming out of this assembly saying, well, at least if we decriminalise, we can do away with stigma. Stigma isn't the biggest issue around drugs. Harm is the biggest issue around drugs. Medical harm, health harm, societal harm. And, and stigma is... Is it a side is, issue? Is stigma, I don't well, want anyway, people is, to be. Is stigma I don't want people to be stigmatized. Issue? But that's that's well, I, I, that's do, do, arguable, and certainly yeah. it's debatable. I think people perceive stigma to be a bad thing, but that's not the issue. The issue is the harm that addiction causes, and we have two legal drugs. We have alcohol and we have cigarettes and they both cause us huge, huge problems. Alcohol takes up about 10% of the health budget and we have addiction in alcohol that is destroying lives and that drug is legal so it didn't fix mm. that. So I, I, I am I'm and, and they're the nervous. most widely used drugs by the way because they are legal and that's what's going to happen I, here. I just am I, I'm nervous about the idea that okay, I, I, the stigma is completely taken away and that it's just kind of normal to do coke uh, or to do to, to smoke pot every day. I, I'm not sure that's a great thing myself. Uh, lots of people getting in touch uh, in relation to this. I feel very strongly we should not legalise drug use. We've such difficulty dealing with alcoholism and excessive drinking, smoking, gambling. We've never managed to control these fully. I don't see why drug use would be any different. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.